Professor X gives us conceptual. Oh, conceptual. <laughs> <laughs> Can we start over? <laughs> so bad. Keep it going, Brad. Keep it going. No, oh my God. Professor X gives us all the motherfucking sex. <laughs> HBO Max is coming, and so am I. <laughs> I wrote this in five seconds. Adam's not here, and there's a win for us queers. This is Homo Superior. Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. So, so at least two out of every three of those words was wrong. Yeah, I know. What is consensual sex? Why can you write that? Contextual sex is what he was trying to say. I'll show you later, Clark. I don't. I don't. No. And what issue is it? It's issue 97. Um, Creeping closer to number look, I 100. Five seconds. I want a and little. it shows. Ooh, we right are shows. so close to 100. Yeah. And we've just done a microphone upgrade. We did. Uh, talk about that, Brent. Well, we've got a mixer now and a bunch of microphones, so our sound quality is a little bit better. And I it looks like NASA over here. Clearer. And if you liked the podcast before, and you, were, and you didn't, if you were that guy who wrote that one star review that just ripped us over the coals, that we were terrible, <laughs> that every time we laughed it was awful, but otherwise pretty funny. If you were thinking about recommending this podcast and you didn't before because you were embarrassed by the sound quality, be embarrassed no more. Homo Superior with that new Homo Superior sound. It's the all new, all different. <sighs> All same. It's Homo ten, superior. Ten, ten percent better? It's yeah, about nine percent better. Whoa, whoa. Okay. This is clearly like a forty three point four percent Okay. What is this? Adam math? Yeah. Are we just gonna do ASMR now? Yes. I'd love to do just some ASMR. Mm-hmm. Can I we just say yeah. I'm drinking Pina Grigio? Yes, no, it's Club ninety six. <laughs> you know when I first watched Dark first I watched it dubbed accidentally, uh, and then I switched it to German by the anniversary. Went to German with the ASMR. So I thought the entire time there was like some sort of narrator talking as the German was happening. And we just didn't know what it was. Wait, what's with ASMR? Isn't that what it is? ASMR is that auto sensory meridian response thing where people really like it. Oh, when never you mind. Like, I'm wrong. When you hear like little sounds. I'm incorrect. I'm talking yeah. about. And they really get into it. It's very wrong. I'm in that, no, I still just the same. I still watched it with. The actual, the actual audio. What do you think it was? And then somebody, like for those um, visually impaired, who literally, they'll be like, <laughs> Jonas sits down and on his typewriter. Oh, and so oh, literally, oh. it was just three different German voices talking at once. And I'm like, I don't know <laughs> what funny. is going on so here. After you there watched- was like some weird over God oh, happening. Oh my God. Time. So it's like, it's it was like, like arrest directions. development. It was like arrested development was happening. It was, so after you watched the season a I, second no, time, <laughs> you went back and I watched the first episode three different ways. And finally, I liked it on the Third Clark, as someone from the stage, I feel like you would know if they were just saying stage directions at some point. And like, I didn't you were... know. Okay. It's German. No, the problem was they were not doing the subtitles for those. Oh, That's gotcha. why I thought there was some weird over God yeah, Germanic just... thing going on. Yeah, it was, it was Ron Howard speaking German, yeah. basically. <laughs> so uh, why don't we get into some news? Newsflash. So Russell Dowderman might be on a new X-Book. They haven't announced any of the new X-Books after Hawks and Pox. That's going to happen at San Diego Comic-Con. But it could be, could be. Are you guys ready for this? Are you ready for it? Emma motherfucking Frost, y'all. Why do you think this? Because that's the picture that they have of his illustration. Who is Russell Dowderman? He was the artist on War of Realms. Oh, I like him. Yeah, he's wonderful. He's very talented. 
Uh, that That'd tells be good. me it's I'd gorgeous. Be up for it. it is gorgeous. Marvel is finally putting uh, like their top like tier artists on the X books again, which has been a mo- long fucking time since they've done that. And we've already talked about it before, but they're paying them some coin now. Cha-ching, which is cha-ching. Nice. There's yeah. another yeah. thing, better. but we'll talk about that later. Actual another US comic X Men comic news. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that as we get into our reviews. Uh, also, um, if you guys loved Grand Design, and we kind of did, I did. Um, Fantastic Four is going to get their own version of it from the Jack Kirby and Stan Lee run, and it's by Tom Skioli. I think I'm a, I mispronounced his last name, but he's got a very Kirby style about him. Yeah. Um, he did a book. I don't know if anybody else read it besides me called Godland. It was him and Joe Casey, and it was basically like a Jack Kirby comic with a modern sensibility. But um, the first hundred issues uh, of uh, Fantastic Four uh, were Kirby and Stanley trying to tell like a pretty complete story and so they're going to try to uh, give it like a little more narrative heft in the same way that uh, Ed Piscor did for Grand Design. So I'm pretty pretty pumped for it. What do we think? That uh, I don't uh, every every group is going to get this kind of they, treatment? I, sh- I don't think it's going to be every group. I think it's going to be... The Avengers could do it too though. Oh no, that is so... It's chaotic, and that's why it no, kind it's of not. Wants it's chaotic it. because there's so many different teammates at different points in but, time. But the here's the thing: it's not more chaotic than the X Men. Yeah, but story X-Men, wise, it's not. No, it's because there's so it. many characters. It's, it's because there's. So I many. can guarantee the team is never the same. There, more confused. <laughs> you know which one? You, Cal, shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which one I think they could do is the Steve Ditko and Stanley Spider Man. That yes. that's yeah, much yeah, more yeah. cohesive. Like to Clark's point, Avengers like didn't have a coherent vision like for a very long time. Not until like the seventies. I mm-hmm. guess they could say the same thing about the X Men too. Like Grun- but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll do the X. Uh, do the Avengers? Who knows? Could like uh, uh, so if DC did it, who would be the best candidates for that? Ooh, wow, that is a good question. Um, Metal Men. I like the metal men. Is there not enough? I mean, for Batman or Superman to do those? Mm, Lord, I don't like, know what they, era. I don't know what era you would do. But like, tell me if I'm wrong. DC lore is like it's sort of like just rebooted all the time. Yeah. <laughs> there is. Yeah, yeah, I was trying like to be nice to DC. Like, nope, for it's once. gone again. You know what? And for DC, I would do the New Teen Titans comic that, that Marv Wolfman right. and George Perez did in the early '80s. Um, it, it actually had a lot of the concepts that we saw in the Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go cartoon from yeah. the 2000s, like uh, Slade or Deathstroke being the villain, Terra being like the ultimate traitor, all that kind of stuff. Um, maybe that one, or maybe like the Denny O'Neill, Neil Adams Batman from the 70s. What about uh, Constantine or any of the uh, darker stuff? Like, I don't know. Doing like a dark universe kind of history. It's funny you say that is um, they're bringing uh, Constantine slash a.k.a. Hellblazer in back into like more of a mature uh, reader comic as a spinoff of one of the Sandman books. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. Did we put that on there? Because I was about to say that as soon as he. Uh, uh, we did not put it on our agenda, but it, oh I was no. just. But Good Brent, for us. But Brent reminded me. Maybe the Alan Moore Swamp thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably too little. I yeah. Would say. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, well, I hear some do 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 do. We're going back to the news. What's more news? What more news do we have, Brent? Uh, it looks like uh, there's uh, some contagion. Yeah, yeah, some contagion. It, is yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, it's getting all of us. Um, so similar to what DC just released. Uh, most <laughs> I, every time. Yeah, exactly. Deceased just came out, and so like every single time Marvel does something, DC does it. 
every time DC does something, Marvel does it. Uh, Marvel is coming out with a new uh, five-part miniseries called Contagion NYC. Um, and they just released some. For? Um, I have no one knows. No I, one knows. I assume some sort of medical term. Not um, yo contagion. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, contagion, not yo contagion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an ATM machine or a, okay. a pin number. <laughs> um, so so they, they said it would be various defenders. So Jessica Jones will be in it. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Moon Knight, which is really cool. Um, and then also The Thing. Um, and then Kalen said that it would maybe be taking place on Yancey Street. Which is how the thing gets involved. Yeah. Because he's like, not on my street. It's clobbering time. That's how Ben Grimm sounds in my head. They release like some... Me, but like, yeah. screamy. Yeah. Um, they released some really cool art as well. Um, and I don't know. Like, uh, Ed Brisson is writing. Ed Brisson is writing, of course, the X-Force series that's coming to a close soon, as well as one of the Age of X-Men miniseries, uh, Next Gen, the one, the one that we actually kind of like. Oh, yeah. The one I liked. Yeah. Uh, do, do we know what the contagion is? Is it like I would love a crossover with the real Marvel zombies, zombies that came out all those years ago? I, I know they turned into basically like weird celestials and went into space and started eating worlds and stuff like that. That's when I started liking it, to be honest. When it got crazier, crazier yeah. and crazier. Did yeah, like three series after that. Too. Did it? Yeah. Like one of them like got superpowers from sucking on a like Harold, like like Galactus. Galactus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they and all then they, Galactus. They. Oh, okay. I've seen that video. Don't. Yeah, it's pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the one where they set up the um, version of Shield that dealt with supernatural threats. I think what do they call it? Not sword. That was extraterrestrial uh, spear. Maybe. I love it. Shard. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Shart. Warner Brothers has announced that their new streaming service, HBO Max. Did we know that was going to be the name of it? No, no yeah, not till so this week. They're going to have a streaming service called HBO Max, and it's going to include all the stuff that we've seen on the DC Universe app, yeah. uh, as long uh, as well as Cartoon Network. I think Adult Swim as well. Yes. Yeah, Adult Swim, TBS, CNN, TNT, New Line Cinema. True TV and Boomerang, and they've Who the already fuck cares about Boomerang. And oh, I'm, I'm excited for Boomerang because they have a new Scooby Doo series come out. That's going to be very strange. Boomerang is so much. It's fun. called Scooby Doo. It, yeah, Boomerang is yeah. great. It's I, old, I old Hannah Barbera school. Yeah, exactly everything and Looney Tunes and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff is great. Um, uh, and, say, and, well, and Turner fuck, Classic fuck Movies. Me. I always yeah. have to say Turner Classic Movies. They're going to have like every single Turner Classic Movies that they usually that's, have on there because there's a huge. That's a huge library. It's absolutely huge. Yeah, that's interesting. But the weird thing is, is they also said that DCU is not going away. They, go- they meaning Business Insider, is yeah. that 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 website that is like quasi bullshit. But we'll see. We'll see. I. I mean, maybe most of their stuff comes <laughs> out to be kind of true, though. I thought Business Insider was like a respectable. No, bin- Business Insider <laughs> is a very strange thing that makes it seem like it's legit because of the name. Oh, uh, they're kind of like they're like we look like Forbes or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so like it's very weird that the they're the ones that got the four one one on this from some yeah. leaker. Uh, so leaker. yeah, HBO Max makes it sound like you know HBO After Dark. Oh, that's exactly it's gonna be like three dollars more yeah. than yeah. the HBO app. Oh so my like, God. what the fuck's the point of not getting now? You mean like yeah, the one HBO Go? HBO so, Go, you get free with I, when you I have, have HBO. So many logistical well, questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I have oh, HBO oh, through oh. my DirecTV. Yeah. Now. Yes. Is DirecTV Throw it out. And <laughs> no, because I can watch the Housewives that way. Um, but uh, so 
I guess I won't have this as an. I'm sure it'll probably be like an upgradable thing at some point. Yeah, I would hope so because yeah, I get it through Comcast. There's no way no, AT&T won't do that. It's so funny that all these streaming services have come out, and then if you add them all up. It's just cable. Yeah, but you're not it's getting the... Fucking we're cable. recreating cable. I've yeah, made that same are. point before. But there's so much more stuff you actually want to see. Yeah, you can pick and choose it. You can record a little bit easier and... I don't know. There's so many bad channels that make no goddamn sense on regular cable. That's there's like one... like you, you might like one out of ten channels. If that many. And you can drive your money toward them making toward, content. Yeah, towards thing you... Yeah, exactly. But what's going to happen, I think what Ryan's trying to say, is there's going to be so many of these various sort of apps out there that someone's going to aggregate them all in one package, and it's just going to be like cable all over again. I'm fine. I mean, the, well, like no, we, they will not do that. Those companies are at odds with each other like crazy. Does, there's really, at most, going to be like five, because there's five main studios that are doing it. However, will they resolve it like Disney did with Fox? They'll figure it out. They'll eat the point. company. Yeah, they'll eat it. Yeah, it'll be one eat company. It. 30 years when there's yeah. literally only one entertainment. It's like- just Disney. It's Disney owning everything all of our lives all the time. And you know what? I'm okay with that. You know uh, what? Disney also owns Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, remember that's how episode one ended? It was terrible. No, no I don't remember. Like a, what the like fuck? Like it's where all the Gungans are just dancing in that weird fucking gay ass parade. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. Oh. <laughs> no. I, 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 I tried. I, I, so at the end of episode one, let me. This is important. Oh um, wait, because Emperor Palpatine comes back and he's like, everything's hey, fine. And, and I'm sorry. He's Senator Palpatine at the time. He's Senator yes. Palpatine. Senator, Senator. He looks at Anakin and he goes, "I'll keep an eye on you. Yeah. You're gonna um, be fine." And then, um, so he's the creepy molesty guy from Family Guy. Yeah. Get your fat ass yeah. back here. And then um, the Gungan King holds up a big orb at the end and everyone celebrates. Oh, I I I you have not I this. have not seen Phantom Menace since 1999. I don't remember 20 years remember ago. I think I saw it since it came out. Yeah, 99. Uh, well, yeah. what's that got to do with anything? Well, What's so what, what it has to do with, to do with <laughs> is San Diego Comic-Con's coming out next week. There's going to be a bunch of Star Wars news, and they're introducing a new action figure, which could play a, a role in the next movie, Yeah, a Sith Stormtrooper, a Stormtrooper that's all red. A Stormtrooper so cool. that'll shoot better? What it, about the maybe. What about the Lightning Troopers? They're dead! <laughs> or <laughs> they were all killed. <laughs> or what about the Knights of Ren? The Knights of Ren are supposed to they, be coming back, but they're not stormtroopers. Um, so this one, um, oh, okay. So it's it, a stormtrooper outfit that's red. Yeah. So okay. But it really does look like. Did you guys ever see the movie The Descent? Yeah. Um, no. When she was that the one about like bulimia? No, yes. no. It's about the women who go in the caverns. Yeah. So they go in the was caverns. They get no. They're, oh. They're spelunking. Yeah, it was an extended metaphor for bulimia. Oh. Oh, they're spelunking like crazy. Yeah. Um, and women then that go one in the cavern actually goes into a blood uh, like pool and comes out at looking exactly like this fucking stormtrooper. Yeah, it's actually. it's a it's, it's actually about menstruation, not bulimia. You it, idiot. And also, it's yeah, that makes more sense. I'm women. not wrong on this. <laughs> it's gorgeous visually, though. But her this head is shaped like storm a stormtrooper helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Similar gun too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've exhausted this topic. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, so more Eternal news is slowly leaking out. Variety is saying that Millie Bob- Bobby Brown might be 
in the Eternals, and of course Millie Bobby Brown plays Eleven in Stranger Things on yeah. Netflix. There is literally no celebrity they're not gonna say is in this. Everybody's in. I think all four of us are in the movie. But technically, there's a very actually real we movie. all had breaking news, but you were left out for yeah. some reason, yeah. Kalen. Uh, are you a later ra- reveal? That's a racist so thing. Who would <laughs> the one non-white guy. Fuck. So yeah. Yeah. who would uh, MBB play? Uh, Pip. They already had. They already had her as one of the possible roles that they were casting yeah like the weird oh i don't want to spoil too much of what she is in the comics oh, okay. but just say it no well don't spoil no no I'm... no it's a it, if it what is what it was it's gonna be a very big spoiler. i oh, guess okay. <laughs> the other fear i have is that they're just gonna keep casting forever and this movie just never comes out yeah it's just like it just yeah like okay so this might be a little uh, bit piper off, excuse me not pip a little bit off topic right? but I'll like the out. next pip the troll movie uh, in the, <laughs> what is what's the what next movie in the mcu that they haven't great. announced it. They, it might be Black Widow, but I swear to God, I think it's going to be something that we don't know. They're I would, gonna... I would love this, but they are filming Black Widow literally right now. I... There, there's leaked footage of it already. Yeah, I don't know why so it's not, not going to be the first one. Else. They're casting currently for the Eternals, so it's probably the next movie. Oh, which one do you think it's going to be? What? It's going to be Black Panther three, right? That's the next one. I think I... it'd be Doctor Strange two. No. I think so. It okay. could be because of the Get whole down multi- with all this strange. Yeah. That's what it's Ew. called. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it becomes weird and about getting It's sex. already trippy. <laughs> like, they just lean into it. Yeah. Who what cares? kind of sex yeah. are you having, weirdo? I'm always like, you want to get to that strange? <laughs> that is the porn version. Get some of that strange. <laughs> no. I don't like this at all. But I think because they started hinting the multiverse already. Which it was a red herring in Spider-Man: Far From Home. Spoilers, by the way. Uh, that I think they're gonna try to bring in more of like the multiverse, like shenanigans. Give me and nightmare. Strange. Give me nightmare. Um, yeah. You give me nightmares, Clark. That's fine. Could I, they? I, I, I do. I mean, I don't even know if it's possible that they could have filmed a movie without like any of the information being leaked. I thought out. they were doing. Yeah, yeah certainly. They were, they were thinking. They were starting post-production in London, but I, there's no way that. They would get not get something. Uh, they, we would. Uh, I do think I, we I, would know about it. I have a feeling they're keeping something no, under wraps. There's going to be someone standing in a goddamn building, some rando taking a picture. That's what have every single split. Maybe they do it in uh, Canada. You know, like Ew. no news Way comes from Canada. Or Canada, where no I, one is. Yeah, if if they they're did that, shit, Kaylin, Canada. it would be super shocking. But it seems like it could, I could be wrong. Everything's a sequel. Then we have the Eternals and the Black Widow movie, and we can kind of predict everything else. But I just feel like I just feel like we got such a (laughs) we got such a cliffhanger from Far From Home that it would be weird to jump right into a Black Widow movie. Well, bitch, what would be a one off that it could be? You stupid bitch. Well, well why would it be a one-off? Why wouldn't it be a new thing? Because everything's a sequel. So we got Doctor Strange, we got Black Panther, we have Captain Marvel, we but have. But why Guardians does it have to be a sequel? Because that's was Guardians of the Galaxy a sequel at They're, one point? But, but they said that three years in advance. They're that's not going to come gonna out with sequels? something we've never known ever immediately. Oh, yeah. I love they that. very well could. Tom no. Holland doesn't know it. That's they exactly won't. what they do. No, they that is not what they do. They don't say surprise. No, and then they'd make you feel like you were the one who was. And then they would go, "Hail Hydra!" Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But everybody is in the Eternals. Brent is not wrong. Literally everyone. Alive and dead. Well, well, everyone's in the Eternals. And no one's confirmed. 
to be in the Eternals. It's like Kamel Nanjiani and I think is Angelina Jolie. Angelina confirmed? Jolie, Keanu Reeves. She is definitely confirmed. She's not, Keanu, Keanu Reeves, Reeves is not, not confirmed. Keanu Reeves not confirmed. is not confirmed. No one is confirmed. Yeah. These are just all rumors. <laughs> it's the only tentative they're, movie. They're the most confirmed rumors that are rumors. Ever. If it happens, Marvel it happens. can't <laughs> confirm anything because they're like, ah, 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 San Diego. Next so weekend? we'll find out a lot next week and we'll report about it in two weeks. Should we talk about uh, Legion? Legion. Season three, episode three. This yeah. is this is a huge episode because it is. um it's the first time we get we actually see Professor Xavier. Yes. Um or just Xavier as he's called Played in the episode. By whom? I don't know fuck his name is. Harry Lloyd. I, I thought he, he was played called Vis- Charles in the episode. Charles. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um it's played so by Harry Lloyd, who was just, Viserys in Game of Thrones. Just to give you a very uh brief description of it. Um so it's a current day David and Switch David. Tra- David, uh, travel back in time 30 years. Um, so we get the backstory of Charles Xavier, Gabriel Haller, obviously David's mom, and find out how Farouk infects David as a child. So it's really one of those stories of like, um, does time travel actually change anything or are you just part of... Is this part of Dark? And it feels... It, it felt kind of that way, honestly. Yeah. For being a higher concept show, I was... a little bit disappointed with this episode because i thought uh we would dive a little bit deeper into how the cool trippy ways we could do time travel so but it seemed very one dimensional it was very linear um and i think one of the reasons why i i did actually kind of like this episode because um it it used some imagery that i wanted to see in the show but it spent a lot of time with uh gabriel David's mom and with Charles a little bit with Charles Xavier and we haven't invested any time in them whatsoever so it made me try to care for characters we haven't seen yet that's what they did with switch and that worked true but switch and- wasn't the only part of the episode like they had the for regular the first 15 minutes it was just her I'm not sure I really care for her Really? Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I like mean, I, I I thought, oh, this is an interesting character, but there's not any like emotional investment I have in her. I really do find it questionable why she wants to help David at all. And 15 minutes is not the same as a full we'll hour. Find out. Yeah. Um. But you, you weren't invested in Gabriel. Uh, no, I mean, because wasn't like, really. No, I kind of liked her. She was kind of relegated to being like sad woman in and, a post-war period. And well, she didn't make anyone shoot themselves in the head, so that's a plus. I mean, I feel like they're going through I different genres. I kind of liked it if she did this <laughs> season. They this might was be more haunted house esque. It felt very haunted house esque. There was some very Spooky. cool imagery, but telling a story of when what you already know of the ending. I mean, it was. In, in effect, a prequel. You've got to make it super compelling, and I don't think it was. I, yeah. I think uh, Noah Hawley kind of got wrapped up in like presenting things in a different, cool way, and he didn't tell a compelling enough story. It I felt just, more season two than it did season one. I that do makes like sense. the fact that they still met, just like Sid and David met in a mental institution. They, and they used uh, the music a good mirroring. Yeah, exactly. They used the music cue of the Rolling Stones, uh, She's a Rainbow, which is... I fucking love that. What and a da- great like way. Again, and David even odds, says... I'm like more po- positive about this episode than the rest of you. And Maybe. D- and David yeah. even says, oh, I guess it runs into family. Uh, yeah. I just I thought like it was that, yeah. mostly pretty boring. And I think it's because uh, Noah Hawley tried to... He tried to make there be some sort of like interest in the romantic involvement between Charles and Gabriel. Uh, is it Gabriel or Gabrielle? 
Gabrielle. Gabrielle. Yeah. You kept saying Gabriel, and I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm you just, know I'm he married. wants her to be gay. Yeah. Gay. Yeah, I can't, yeah, I, I put the gay. That it was a man. I, I put uh, the gay in Gabrielle. Um, they're trying to conflict that with the actual continuing narrative of David trying to change the past. So they waited a really long time in the episode for that to show up, and I think it would have been much more interesting if it was like about Farouk trying to infect the baby and having the David Holler presence there as all this is going on and thinking there's some other force and maybe he attributes it to Charles when in fact it was David the entire time. For sure. I really liked Farouk's inclusion because my favorite part of the episode is when Charles puts on proto-cerebro and uh, senses Farouk in like the fez. Cerebro. Uh that's pretty good. Uh, with the fez. It's not. <laughs> um, and he's, and it's straight up from the comic books. Like, I was like, oh, this is the, this is what I wanted to see when they introduced, they talked about Legion and they were going to bring in Charles Xavier. Uh, but that was the only scene that really, like, I thought was wonderful besides them mirroring, uh, Sid and David meeting in the I, asylum. I felt like the entire episode was purposely, purposely both in story and in just saturation of color. It was just totally blanched. It was so like, usually, blue. Usually, it was so blue when they are in a mental, mental institution, and it was totally sepia when they were in the actual house. house. The house, yeah. Um, is like, there... as opposed to the first episode where in the mental institution it was crazy colors. Yeah. Like, is there a part of the comics where... Charles Xavier was admitted to an, a mental institution, or is that just a new fabrication? It wasn't a, a mental institution. He met uh, Gabriel uh, after he came back from Korea. Does that sound right to you guys? And he met her when he was like recovering in a hospital, but it wasn't like a mental hospital. It was just a hospital. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think yeah. they were just trying to bring correlation to what character David is. Yeah, just a um, parallel. Yeah, the, this backstory is a pretty different than the comics. Well, they really did try and emphasize how much of, like, as a young man, he was a a little bit of a tool. Like, he just fucking he's left his wife. He's always a bit of a tool. Yeah. Well, it's always kind of fun when, like... And he's uh, like, I'm he, in Morocco. Even, like, he would not answer people because he was like, I don't even know what you're thinking. Like, I can read your fucking mind. So, yeah. like, I'm just not going to answer you. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole, yeah. Professor Xavier is really good at meeting women while he's quasi-incapacitated. Because he did the same thing with Amelia Vogt, and he said the same thing with Lalonde. Wait, did he ever really need that wheelchair? Yes. Wow. Wow. He's, he's, he's just You're on an X Men podcast. He's just been trying to use that yeah. to get puss. The he's got some time. sort of nurse complex where he could, pretends to be like, yeah. incapacitated. Oh, uh, total. So some like, woman uh, could like fawn over yeah. him. Florence Nightingale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always yeah, yeah. pretending he's the victim. This is like one of the few. That's what Ted Bundy did. This is one of the few superhero characters that is actually in a wheelchair. How dare you guys? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you guys? Guys, how dare you? How dare you, Brent? The smirch is good name. Yeah, um, yeah. The episode I think was a bit of a misstep, but I hope it doesn't mean that the rest of the season will. Because I really like the first two episodes. I mean, do you think that means like, are we going to see any more of? Charles, uh, Charles or you'll get Gabrielle. a glimpse. I feel like, I but nothing glimpses. like, yeah, yeah. I think doing it through having an entire episode dedicated to it was a weird narrative choice that I don't think I loved. But I again, 
I got to watch the whole season at once to make that kind of determination. It also kind of proves a terrible theory about the show where, like, if you actually introduce real X-Men elements to the show, it's not going to make the show as good. It needs to be a self-contained thing outside. It falls apart, for sure. And this is, other than the New Mutants movie that's never going to come out, this is (laughs) the last real connection to sort of the old X-Men universe. So it's kind of weird that they're barfing on it. It doesn't feel connected in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. You don't think so? No, not even No, slightly. I don't think it relies on any of your prior knowledge uh-uh. of Charles Xavier. It's entirely like... world, new world. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the director did... Uh, toy I mean, ra- it completely ruined Division 3 for me. But... <laughs> <laughs> the director did toy around with actually having Patrick Stewart be on the season. I'm, um, glad, I'm glad he didn't. Yes, that would have... Or James McAvoy. What's it called? Henry Harry Lloyd is the same age as James McAvoy, basically. They, they look like, very similar. They're not they, going to be like he's not going to get older and become James McAvoy. By like no, but he would be like. But, but James McAvoy got older and became Patrick Stewart. So what are you saying, yeah, but that's Clark? That's like, like a so fifteen-year time <laughs> yeah, jump. Yeah, so I know it's young, just so ridiculous. Like a week down, and a half. I know the young down. Uh, uh, Xavier Jean Luc Picard. What's his name? What's the name of the actor? Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. The young down <laughs> Patrick Stewart. <laughs> And then make him look like he's like fifty something, and put him contemporaneously. Mm. Did you see in the him, new put- him in just like a pretty good yeah. hard lace front wig yeah. or something? Yeah. yeah. So uh, since we brought up John uh, John Luke Picard and Patrick Stewart, yeah, they had the new poster, and he's got a dog in it. The, that's the only reason I want to watch the show. He's got a oh dog. yeah, and that's like, we don't know if that's his actual dog or not, but he does have. Isn't there a winery he's working in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his, the dog he owns is. it. He owns the dog. He owns the winery. It's called like the Two Moons Winery because you could just have a grave view of those two moons or whatever the fuck it is. Two, is that really two, true? Two, two I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> just spitballing here. <laughs> I love what uh, your boyfriend Chase said. Oh, why does Professor Xavier have a dog named John Luke Picard? I thought. <laughs> what a dick. I thumbs down that because I didn't like it. And what kind of dog is that? It's so uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it looked like a like a pit. Bull a little mix. bit of a pit mix, yeah. We had a date it's with a your boyfriend off. last night. Ah, that was Ryan. What? We saw. I said I had a date with your boyfriend last yeah, night. Yeah, I'm saw aware, Midsummer. Clark. You're not blowing up I my know, I'm spot just, I'm on I'm this podcast. I'm not telling you. I'm telling everybody who's listening. <laughs> Wait, you went on a date with, with Chase, Chase? Yeah. We went to They're, see a movie, and then there was making love afterwards. Yeah. Welcome to the stage, polyamory. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this conversation's gone off. Really <laughs> no, but I want to. Why did you, you go see Midsummer so quickly? Because all you guys saw Midsummer, oh, and we didn't see it with you. Yeah, he needed um, to see it again. Well, it's weird because I went on a date with all of your friends first. That's fine. Oh, you yeah, did? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. they're not Wait. your friends. No, no, no. They, all one it's, of it's them. These people, it's these people. It's not your friends. Yeah. No. You. Yeah, but like his friends. Wait. So they're gonna they're gonna have like a release of like a wine that's. Picard brand wine. Sure. Uh, the finest fruit wines. Picard it's Romulan Ale. <laughs> it's Romulan Ale. Uh, so let's talk about some comic books. Okay. Mm. So first up, uh, Giant Size Ecstatics number one. Yes. Please explain what Ecstatics yeah. is. Sure. Uh, it, Ecstatics was a comic in the early 2000s by Peter Milligan and Mike Allred. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a very off-the-beaten-path X book. It started off as X-Force, but it was a different iteration of X-Force that... Uh, kind of leaned into being famous for famous' sake, for fame's sake. 
and it was all about the like soap opera aspects of being a superhero rather than them fighting bad guys. Well, they, and they, all of them died all of the time. They all fucking died. In the first issue, most of them died. In the Boys R.S. massacre. That's right. Uh, it was a boy band massacre. Yeah. Which makes the most sense about superheroing just in general because it would be you would people would die all the time because yeah. these are terrible things. And they and they're doing it just because they want the fame and like the money it, and the success. But it's very So, I don't know why I don't hate this as much as I hate Mojo World. Yeah. Uh because well, maybe it's because Mojo World seems like it's driven entirely by ratings, so they don't have any other industry or crops. Right. These are uh, real people still. Well, yeah. I mean, as real as yeah, they're any kind of comic like, <laughs> They're kind of like bottom feeders that like, are... It's like the Kardashians got powers. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a meta-commentary of superhero comics. It really, it's really what, what Ecstatics was. So it ran for several issues in the 2000s, went away, a couple miniseries came out after that about like Dead Girl, and there was a Dupe. Dupe was introduced in X, X-Force and Ecstatics. Uh, you mean a sexual magnet. It is. Uh, dupe. There was that one issue of uh, Wolverine and the X-Men where he was just banging people left, right, and the center. Um, yeah, he's a hoe. He yeah. was described as uh, much of the team's fame was made possible by fly on the wall camera work by unlikely sex symbol known as dupe do you remember yeah. do you remember part when of he... his mutant ability is that he he's people not a mutant. Are just, what is he he's an alien I'm, he's a ghost <laughs> wait do you guys see him as well <laughs> <laughs> he's spooky I, but is... i think he has some sort of ability to attract people in cause... that milligan series um when they did un- when he did uncanny x no he would he did Adjective X-Men. Adjective they brought X-Men, in yeah. Dap, which was like a female version of Dupe. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I stopped reading by then. I was not into that it was run. Bad. Uh, you were about to say something, though, about Ecstatics? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you were just saying about that? Oh, I was. I was. remember the issue where he was talking about uh, RuPaul? Yeah. He did the RuPaul quote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That was uh, Generation X. Mm. Well, that was and It was Generation X, and he was like one of the instructors. Yeah. Uh, like uh, the Christina Strange one. Yeah. So I um, am coming around on Dupe. Okay. I didn't like him before. But, you're, you're like attracted uh, to him now? Him re- being the cameraman? Well, at- mostly because of this one page where in every panel he looks like someone who's really high trying to engage in a conversation and is just... <laughs> Not terrible at it. Just not it's just very good. It's literally my boyfriend. I was it's gonna it. say it's just like the date I had last it's night. It's him. It's him. Where we were trying to walk to you, like trying to let him walk to his house, but for like literally four blocks, he had no idea where he Clark, was. Clark, to go back to that date, I'm sure it went terribly. <laughs> oh, it went, terribly, yeah. <laughs> it it, went non-existent. So well, it's dupe. Yeah, squinting with yellow eyes. And then putting his hands in various gestures, but not saying anything. Like he's waiting for other people to do the talking for him because he's just so. We're out. talking about the comic now, Giant Size Ecstatic Number One, a one shot that just came out this week that deals with the team trying to come back together. And they're like, "Oh, surprise! This one's alive! Surprise! This one's alive!" Oh well, uh, let's get this one's kid. They, okay, yeah. So give us a brief. Emphasis on brief description of it. So it starts off with... Uh, <laughs> Not going to happen, yeah. I guess. The author is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, You Go Girl was a character that was killed off in the original uh, Ecstatics. And allegedly her quote-unquote sister is like a fan of hers watching the Netflix documentary. She finds out that she's actually her daughter. 
you go girl had her at a very young age. She's getting her powers. Um, she ends up getting recruited by, and this is a big news item, a group called the Excellent, Excellent, um, Which because are the Badens, the Badens, they're the bad ones, and they need they because Yugo Girl is dead. They need a teleporter for the team. That was Yugo Girl's power, um, and it fi- we find out that it, they're led. It's led by uh, a character named Zeitgeist. Do you remember who, Deadpool two? Yes, where the, sar- the scars guard. Yeah, he was in it for like 10, 10 seconds, basically. The worst scars. He vomits guy. with his powers. Yep, that's his power. Oh, him. Yeah, that's yeah. Zeitgeist. same guy. Yeah, yeah, same yeah, character. Same oh. character. I was thinking of him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, it, there's a throwaway line in this issue, actually. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. And he says, like, you should have never dissolved X Force. And I was like, they're trying to bring this shit back to the movie, and yeah. I like that. Yeah, they are. I I really did I like did, that like, line. Dissolved. That's good for like vomiting acid. Uh, I really did like that line because, again, it was super meta because there were fans that said, well, why did they change the name from X-Force to Ecstatics? You know, the rumor was that it was because uh, Marvel didn't want to pay any royalties to Rob Layfield because it was that uh, era. What? I'm sold on that. It was because... Uh, I don't want to give him any either. That was, it was, that was a laugh. Because <laughs> it was X-Force, uh, Deadpool, and Cable all changed names at the same time. X-Force became Ecstatics. Uh, Deadpool became Agent X. Mm-hmm. And Cable became Soldier X. If you remember that in the early 2000s. Sad time. Yeah, yeah they weren't great. They weren't great. Soldier X was actually kind of good. But anyway, so this comic, uh, the one shot was actually a lot of fun. It's going to lead into a new series next year called The Excellence. There's uh, a case. They brought back Vivisector, who Vivisector. supposedly died. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Super Jay. Just to go through the cast, it's a new You Go Girl. Yeah. Yeah. How do you say that without inflection? I don't know. You um, Go Girl. Uh, so <laughs> it's a Go Girl, I believe. Yeah. Ugo girl, yeah. Ugo. That is yeah. not okay. No, that's it's insult. Lego my Ego girl. Yeah. It's it's Vivisector, which is back. Yeah, um, it, it looks <laughs> which like... is back or who is back? <laughs> no, oh, it's she it's never left. Are, yeah, are you saying that gays are which which instead of who? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which you better be back. That's what I meant. <laughs> which please keep going. Um, then we have orphan. Uh, orphan. Yeah. Um, I was like orphan. I he like looks his a look. little bit different now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Orphan. Orphan's He's the, the one with antenna. the tentacles. Oh, oh, okay. The skincare product. Guy. Yeah, Mr. Sensitive. So that's sort of the original cast. Uh, Dead girl um, looks a little bit like she might be part of the cast, sort of like as a weird, like yeah. a weird like leader. Like I'm going to send you on missions. Kind Almost of thing. like an oracle type of character, maybe. Yeah, you know, I Which agree. Would be, I agree with she oracle. can't really intervene. They're going to bring back. Oh uh, shoot, lost your name. Venus de Milo. Oh, they are going to bring back Venus de Milo for 15 years. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So she was Anyways. like the particle. Person. And we got some new bad ones. Yeah, and then we had two new characters, and then we three, got three. That eyeball. Yeah, eyeball, and then two other characters. We got I, fatty mirror girl and something. Oh, Fatty is Fat's daughter. Yes. Yeah. So Fat Fatsy? Fatty. 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 They literally say her name. I don't like to say it and because it feels wrong. Fatty. And then she but she's the like Anarchist's she, daughter. But she's all the known anarchist's as, daughter. Known as son, son. Son. Known as No, I'm the calling a, it a woman. The A. And then uh Mike. Mike. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Microphone. Not Tyke. Mike. Yeah, that's what we were. Who we were. Talking that's who we were about. talking about. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I actually kind of hope with Fatty ends up becoming kind of like a Lizzo type character. She like owns her like 
curves and well, her voluptuousness. Like, nope, mirror girl, I do not yeah. want to look like that. There was mirror girl said nothing, but showed her like a young, a thinner version of herself. And she's like, I love the way I look. Yeah, Ooh, who's that other guy? Um, sad Jim or something? What's yeah, did they call him something like that? <laughs> he was like, I'm sad Jim or something. Like, if it's not a great name, the best the way, I like that. I the like the how bad I loved it. The best way I can describe it is it's Doom Patrol within the X Men comics. Yeah. Like that's like it's that weird. It, it embraces and goofy. the weird in a, such a cool I, way. And I'm, so I'm very excited back. about it. This is the first series that's actually been announced that will be in the X Men sort of universe mm-hmm. outside of uh, whatever will come out after Hawks and Pox. Right. And I think it's going to be its own thing. They're not going to intersect at no, all. As they shouldn't. They should yeah. drop in. They should comment on situations that happen in the X-Men universe, but never be involved. So uh, War of Realms ended recently, uh, and there were two books that came out that were that served as epilogues, and they kind of told the same story from different angles. One was uh, War of Realms um, uh, Omega, and then the other one was Thor number 15. Um Omega kinda, was literally just a cash grab. It, it was it literally did nothing. It li- it did nothing. I didn't mind the framing device with Heimdall talking to. I like it was barely one though. It was barely one. It wasn't. No, yeah, it I, didn't th- last I don't very long. Even, this this was not written until about a month and a half ago. I agree, uh, and I think if we had just read Thor number fifteen, it would have given us the same thing. Mm-hmm. We would have the same, except with the exception of the Punisher, which I I cared about the least. Well, yeah, he's got I a don't series. Give but I don't a really shit care about the Punisher. Uh, Brent, how do you feel about this? I really liked. I don't know why. Uh, the framing Darede- device, the Daredevil Heimdall kind of interaction. Yeah, I just thought that was like a nice way. You're of like good Catholic boy. That's why. Kind of. Yeah. Like there's a character who's telling you you're absolved of your sins. Like you're not the bad person you often think you are, and that motivation is what makes you good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, also, uh, as like an anthology framing device. Yeah. Ass like an anthology. Yeah. Ooh, that anthology. Uh, I think it's a good, a good way of doing it. I do too. Who gives a shit about Punisher? Uh, the Punisher. Save kids. I mean, the problem. Kids. Here's what always happens with the Punisher. Marvel runs out of things to do with him. Then they put him in this weird cosmic or uh, setting that doesn't quite fit. They do that for a number of issues, and they're like, now it's back to basics, I and he's going to kill criminals again. It, it would have been a lot more fun if he was doing, like, a mission hunting down, like, leftover Kids. generals. <laughs> I will see, see <laughs> in, the in his series right now, I like what they're doing, but I'm not reading it, where he is dealing with the, uh, like, the entire, oh, shit, what is it called? Bect, uh, Bectavia, who cares? It, it's like a whole Zemo run uh, country that's oh. all supervillains, all supervillains that we know. Mm. And he's dealing with all that, which I really like. But I, I like the concept, not reading it. I just remembered in the 90s when Marvel Knights launched, they they had a, they brought him back as an angel. Remember, and he had like magic bullets. And then Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon took over and they're like, yeah, that never really happened. Do you remember when he became but, the Frankenstein version? Yeah, I actually liked that. They've done later. so many things. But then they're like... I. I, I'm I'm a superior be- being, and then he'll be like, "I'm gonna kill Stilt Man," and you're like, "Who cares? What are <laughs> yeah. you talking about?" No, every single person he killed in that series, like, un- was unkilled later. Because he's an angel, <laughs> touched uh, by an angel. Um, I liked the Valkyrie. Uh, I didn't short story. I I just like Jane. Foster I really don't want to watch it. Watch it. Yeah, that same difference. I don't want to watch it anymore. And if you want to find out more about that, check out Jane list. Foster, Valkyrie for Hire, or whatever yeah. the fuck it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Valkyrie yes. for Hire. You're bestowed all this power to 
ferry people to Valhalla and protect the realm for hire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're an, uh, a minimum wage <laughs> hourly worker. Here's my Venmo. No benefits. At Valkyrie69. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did like that they had America Chavez's girlfriend in there, the yep. paramedic ah. that she was talking to. Yeah. I like, oh, no, never mind. Now she's I was going to switch over to Thor. Uh, can we talk about the Loki one really quickly? Yeah. Him, like, being that the leader of, of Jotunheim. Yeah. I think that was, like, an all right story. Is it like Jotunheim? Jotunheim. 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 I thought it was Jotunheim, yeah. Jotunheim. Um, and him making the, uh, what is it, the Kingdom of the Shield rather than the Kingdom of the Sword? Yeah. Or whatever. yeah. It was kind of nice. And I liked that it. little friend. Yeah, I enjoyed him. Let's talk about Thor. Uh, 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 the only thing that was that we didn't really get that we didn't that we, that was in Omega was the Hella and oh shit what's her Carnilla. name Carnilla like get some lesbian action underworld I, stuff I love that in Thor absolutely great Thor because they they got married in an issue of Thor like you know three or something ago. yeah 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 several months ago and uh, I love the issue of Thor so much one the new status quo of him being the All Father is wonderful. Thor. Um, I love that. I loved Odin kind of like hugging all three versions of Thor. I think that was a very touching moment. He says, uh, but the, the Thor who's currently the all father. Yeah. Says he does not want to be considered the all father. No, of course not. other people consider him that. Yeah. I also love that King Thor basically goes, you'll be the best all father and the worst, but I'll let you figure that part out. That's great. Yeah. In the Avengers, he and, uh, Captain America and Iron Man had a really sexy bath together. Should we be reading Avengers no, again? No, oh. no, it's not written well. <laughs> oh no, no! And then Thor grabbed his hammer in the bath. Yes. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Ooh, only he who is worthy. Um, go- grabbed his Oops. hammer. Yeah. Going back to the Carnilla and Hela scene, mm-hmm. I loved what they did with uh, Malekith. Yeah, like the way they they were torturing him was a really nice reveal. Yeah, we thought it was going to be like Tigers ripping apart as he watches with his eyes forced open. Yeah, and then it was just an a young version of him yeah. playing with dogs. Yeah. and one tiger. It was yeah. really cute, and I it, loved it. It was adorable. It's like instead of like this, we're gonna make you good and like happy. So you don't turn into this. That is how um, they should do more treatment to people to make them actually not terrible. Yeah. Get their inner child and make them puppies. Let's reform the the criminal system. Hmm? Am I mistaken? I thought the torture was him thinking that they're destroying this kid. No. No, 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 no. It's 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 him having a happy childhood. It's him having a happy childhood and not turning into this conqueror. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I still like that. Yeah, it was, a great, it. it was a great, it was I, a great I ending. I didn't realize until the end when we only have one more issue of Thor. Yeah, I didn't I know that. I thought they either. were going to give us one more storyline in that series before we went, go straight into King Thor. No, I, I guess can, not. Can I make a formal apology? Yeah. Um, when we first started watching or reading Thor, I was very anti the art because I thought it was a little bit confusing, a little bit scatterbrained. The art is gorgeous. so I, fucking gorgeous. Mike Dolan, And I'm, I want to rip my own tongue out because it's so fucking pretty. You're not and so cool. Well, if you're sent to hell, it, it turns out it'll just have uh, to play with puppies. Oh yeah, <laughs> but they all look like his tongue. The, 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 okay, out. this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get sent to I'm hell. I'm trying to like <laughs> <some puppies. laughs> the miniseries uh, Weird, Weird World. God, I, every single time I say that, I say it wrong. It was great. I really loved it because of his art. Yeah. I wish it was so much more popular because it was so cool. That one miniseries. Oh, you mean his art style? Yeah. I love it, and there are times where I'm like, I'm getting a headache looking at it. 
It's both. Like, I think I recognize the talent. I loved it in this issue, but there have been issues with Thor. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. My eyes can't focus, and it's, it's giving it's me so a headache. It's so dreamy-eyed. You just, like, have to be, like, in a state to, like, almost read it. I think it's I think it's perfect for Thor, but my favorite Thor artist of the last five years is Russell Dowderman, who did the War of Realms miniseries, and he drew, he drew the uh, Jane Foster series. So, one more issue of Thor. We've got two spinoffs. We've got the King Thor miniseries, and then... This is probably... Your favorite artwork. This is probably my favorite artwork we've seen so far. Really, you like Michael Mundo? Love it. Yeah, it's so perfect for the form. Yeah, I I think it's wonderful. I think it's great. Uh, let's talk about Venom number sixteen. Uh, Donny Cates is back. Who mm-hmm. I am predicting will take over Thor once Jason Aaron leaves, but that's just uh, speculation. But he's back. He's leading up to the whole absolute carnage storyline yeah. that's coming up. Uh, this was a really nice one shot. I thought. Um, of just Eddie Brock trying to take care of his newly discovered son. I really love that addition. The son? Yeah. It I, takes him in a direction asks. Very interesting that he hasn't gotten through it before. I totally do. agree. And I also like that they brought back the fact that he was once an investigative reporter when mm-hmm. he was first introduced. Like, he basically was like a muckraker type reporter. Uh, and, like, he's got to figure out a way to, like, afford shit for his kid. Was, I think he, was he a good reporter before or was he, a, like, a muckraker? Because the idea of a muckraker is that they're like they're just someone who's just stirring up shit. They're like the tabloid article version. Of he it. was a tabloid reporter that was actually pretty talented. Okay, put it that way. Well, I shouldn't say that because the history was there were good reporters who were accused of being muckrakers mm-hmm. because they were doing hard hitting investigative dur- journalism at the inception of that field. But. Remember when they introduced Eddie Brock uh, and brought in Venom? Um, they wanted to make him the polar opposite of Peter Parker in every which way. And so Peter Parker was a photographer for the Daily Bugle. And so they made Eddie Brock a reporter for a different newspaper. One thing I really liked about this was, so part of Venom is that he comes out of Eddie Brock. And there are so many panels where Eddie Brock is like channeling that Venom power and it lets you question for a little while whether or not there actually still is a piece of venom in him. And then you see, oh, no, he's just gotten hit in the face with a bunch of baseball bats, yeah. and broken glass, and he's very badly injured. Nope. No one else like that. <laughs> no, I, 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 I mean, Zach hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I half laughed. Yeah. Okay. I sort of enjoyed it. Um, just the wit. Uh, the well, way it's hard in stories to like yeah. tell a story where. Now, because we're all kind of waiting for a surprise, is the character seeing something that's real or are they making it fictional? It is. And I thought this did a good balance of that because I kept going back and looking, oh, no, 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 this is fake. Yeah. Um, Can we spotlight what you're looking at on your phone, though? Yeah. Because it's how I treat anyone that's sick when they are sick. Um, It's literally just his boy just being like, I'm not viewing well. I need my medicine. He says, you want some medicine? How about you leave here? You suffer and you stop dragging us down and turning us into a weak little. And then, like, it's literally him the most venomed out ever. Literally just spitting, like, fucking venom juice everywhere. It's outrageous. And that's the first glimpse you get of him, like, interacting with his son. Having that kind of craziness. Yeah. It's, 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 It's crazy, but, like, so interesting. The art was uh, not uh, Ryan Stegman, who's been doing the uh, Donny Cates issues. That is good, yeah. But, no, I actually... Uh, it's mm-hmm. not as good as Ryan Stegman, but I really enjoyed it. I think he did a really nice job with storytelling and uh, doing some creepy shit uh, with um, 
like the acolytes of 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 uh, uh, Carnage, essentially towards the end of the uh, towards the end of the issue. Can I ask a question? Do you yeah. guys think that uh, the next Venom movie, even though it's inevitably going to be made, and I'm not happy about it, do you think they could lean into this more? Because I think it would be very helpful. Because this this comic just seems very humanizing, also very harsh and very R rated, um, and kind of really cool and different. Um, if they leaned into this more, it would be really way more engaging. With the kid? And if they just got symbiote or symbiote, whatever. Symbiote. I don't think yeah. that's going to happen because they with the kid or anything because they already were working on it when this series started coming out. Yeah. Maybe not the kid, but definitely uh, but, like but the, the themes. This approach is what the, I mean. The, gr- yeah. the grit yeah. and the themes. I mean, I don't think they're going to. That, that, no. The theme that I really like, but like about the, this, is, I, I mean, like the the violence and stuff like that towards the tail end of this issue, like is just very well, the harsh. Thing, and, the thing that I like about this story is about how reflexive uh, deep anger can be. That, like, even if you're talking to someone who's being perfectly nice, something can just set you off. And if you're trained for violence, that's the way you're going to view the world. And I do not think that, given the last movie. The next one is going to have any of that subtlety or any nuance about like how human emotion works or anything. Maybe I I think the the, the closest that they'll bring to the to the comic in the sequel is making Carnage the villain. I'll bet dollars to donuts mm-hmm. the Carnage is the antagonist of the next Venom film. Donuts on Kalen. Ooh, Ooh, Krispy Kreme. So speaking of Venom, Weapon Plus, like what this uh, mini series just yeah. came out. Is it any good? Uh, it it's really interesting. There's it, some big spoilers that just came in out of a it. Right? Lot, which I mean, this is spoilers because we're already doing spoilers. We already kind of know that Venom is now involved based on this series where just we were just reading, mm-hmm. and so he is officially part of the Weapon X program. Man Thing is part of the Weapon X program now. I'm into that. This amazingly weird miniseries called Brute Force is part of it, which was five um, different animals that were given like cybernetic enhancements. Into it. And it is so weird. It was like a dolphin that has robot legs and, and a bear that's part This tank. is amazing. Why don't they mix more of this shit? It makes this so much sense. I really, I, weirdly, thing. for the last 10 years, I thought about it every once in a while. I really wanted Brute Force to be full back in the, in the Marvel Universe because it's so bizarre. Hmm. Like, I like how they're really just putting things together and just judging their, their whole world in order to make it more streamlined. Hmm. Oh, I'll check it out. Yeah. So uh, next week, we've got uh, episode four of Legion, and then we've got the ending of Uncanny X-Men, issue number 22, and the last issue of X-Force number 10, because the following week, it's Hawks and Pox time, y'all. <gasps> I know we're also, in two weeks, we're going to do a review of all of Age of X-Men, um, and because Omega is coming out next week as well. Uh, we're going to get a little time to reread everything. Oof. And all the stuff about SDCs. Uh, and also follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, follow us on everything that's a We're thing. We're not on Facebook anymore. So follow us on Twitter no, and Instagram. Follow us on we Facebook got then. kicked off of Facebook, so no, fuck didn't. you, we Facebook. We got, we got deactivated. <laughs> we got actually. deactivated uh, from Facebook, so deactivate you, Facebook. Well, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, to Ryan's point. Uh, and with all of that, I'm going to end it. <laughs>